0: everybody welcome back to my channel my name is noah woodward today i'm gonna have a teaching on patience and what it looks like and what it takes to get through hard situations so we've all been in times where our patience is tested and sometimes it's with our family there's a kind of a shallowish patience more of like uh, an annoyance that your patience is being tested by um, like annoying family members or could be your friends just picking on you and just being friends, how friends act, or it could be uh, the the guy who cuts you off in traffic or is just you know being an idiot while he's driving, and that's annoying. And so you have to test your patience and not mouth off at them. In this podcast, though, uh, I want to talk about patience in different situations. It could be uh, health related issues that somebody's going through. Or it could be a death in the family and you and your family are dealing with grief and having to endure that. Or it could be a financial issue that you're, you're struggling financially and you're having to really pinch your pennies and just cutting costs and things like that. Or it could be uh, other relationship problems that are going on um, like divorce or just general tension between you and uh, a loved one. So the point is we all go through times where we want to give up, we want to throw in the towel, we want to walk away and just give up. Many of these situations hurt to be in and to be around certain people and so we just want to walk away completely and just leave and sometimes that means we try to leave emotionally from the situation and we just become numb or we might even try to leave literally and just leave the scene. But we all experience difficulties in life. Biblically, many people experienced troubles and trials and difficulties in life. Look at Abraham and Sarah. They were a 100 years old before they could even have a child. They spent a 100 years crying to God and mourning that they could not have a child. If you look at Job, he lost everything. He lost Everything that was valuable to him except his wife and a few friends. He lost his children and his, uh, his house and his livestock. He lost it all in one day. If you look at Moses, he had to flee from Egypt because his life was in danger. And then later, uh, he, had, you know, he had to spend 40 years in the wilderness before God took him back to Egypt. And then he had to deal with all the Israelites' stubbornness and dealing with all their problems. Look at King David. He, before he was king, he was chased by Saul, the king, for many years, and uh, went through lots of hardships. You can read all that in the Psalms. And later in his life, he was chased again and running for his life because of his son. Look at Naomi and her daughter-in-law Ruth's husbands died. Both their husbands died. Paul the Apostle in 2 Corinthians 11, you can see some of the horrible things that happened. You know, he was beat, many times he was whipped he suffered many shipwrecks he knew what it meant to be hungry he went naked sometimes and he just experienced so many hardships look at peter he was put in prison many times and then he was hung upside down and died and look at jesus he suffered more than we could imagine more than we'll ever experience most likely so everyone experiences these difficulties it's not a surprise i don't think to any of us when things happen when bad things happen or just life gets difficult and we have to just press in and persevere jesus even said in, in john 16:33, he says these things i've spoken to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer i've overcome the world so jesus even says in this world you're gonna have hard times they're just going to come that's just part of life But I think it's what you do and your mindset in the trials that count. It's what you're thinking about and what your aim is in the midst of the trials that count. So first of all, when I'm talking about being patient and going through trials and tribulation, I just want to make clear that I'm not talking about things that happen as a result of bad decisions we make. We all make bad decisions. And most of the time, there are consequences that happen because of those things. But that is self-imposed suffering. So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about things that happen apart from our own influence or consent, I guess. So yeah, first, I'm not talking about those things. And secondly, when it comes to things that just happen, God doesn't delight in seeing us suffer. He does not delight in seeing us suffer. And secondly, he does not cause bad things to happen to us. He does not cause bad things to happen to us. The Bible says that every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father. So He does not cause these bad things to happen to us. It's not God's fault. When sin entered the world, it messed the world up and brought death and disease and sickness and separation and division and anger. And it brought these things. But it wasn't God's fault. So before I continue on, I just want to get those two things across. That uh, the patience I'm talking about and the suffering I'm talking about, it's not the self-imposed suffering. And two, God doesn't delight in seeing us suffer and he doesn't cause bad things to happen to us. In this podcast, I hope to encourage everyone listening, and specifically to encourage you in that you're not alone. It feels like you're alone sometimes, but I want to encourage everyone listening that you're not alone in this trial. You're not alone in this problem. Secondly, I want to strengthen you through the scriptures I'm sharing, and I hope you meditate on these scriptures, and I hope they encourage you and strengthen you. And thirdly, If you have gone through something, or even if you haven't, I want to equip you to be able to, when you go through tough times, to come out on the other side stronger, wiser, and closer to God than ever before. So I want to encourage you, I want to strengthen you, and I want to equip you. So if we're talking about patience, it's good to give the definition of what patience is. According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering... Without getting angry or upset again, patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. It's being slow to anger. The Bible sometimes calls it long suffering. You're able to go through hard things that are long, just drawn out, and you're able to go through them without uh, you're getting angry or flustered. So I want to encourage you with these three keys that will help you get through trials. Three keys to help you get through any situation where your patience is being tested, where you're going through and it just does not seem like it's gonna stop and you just wanna give up and walk away. These are three keys that you can use that will strengthen you and allow you to get through these things. So first of all, know that God is with you. The first key is know that God is with you. It might feel like He has left you, It might feel like he has walked away from you and is leaving you to take care of yourself and your family and leaving you to deal with whatever situation is going on at this time. But he hasn't left you. He has not left you. And again, God doesn't want us to go through these painful situations and he doesn't cause them. That's not his character. We as humans can be like that and are often like that. We want to leave. We'll abandon people. But God isn't like that. Hebrews 13 5 says, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. That's a promise from God. I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Look at Matthew 28, 20. It says, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That's Jesus. He says it. Out of of Jesus' mouth, he says, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Every situation you're in, every circumstance, every hard thing that you have to go through and persevere through, he's with you. He hasn't left you. Biblically, look at Daniel in the lion's den. He was thrown in because of his love for God. And you read in scripture that, that, that God sent angels to shut the mouths of the lions so they did not harm David. I mean, Daniel. They didn't harm Daniel because God was with him. And a great example is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were thrown in the fiery furnace by King Nebuchadnezzar. God was with them and literally was in bodily form with them in the furnace the king's helper was like, there's four men in the fire because they remember that they only threw three men in and they're like, well, there's a fourth man in there and it was God and he protected them and he kept them safe and he got them through the trouble. And another thing that I hope encourages you is many have gone before us. Many Christians have gone before us and are now cheering us on and telling you that you can make it. Look at Hebrews 12.1. It says, Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. He's saying, if you read in Hebrews 11, the chapter just before this, it names like several, a couple dozen people that God used and got through. They, they fought the fight of faith. Okay, They lived this life. They went through hardships, but they persevered and they got through and they are now in heaven cheering us on saying that we can do it. You know, they they've been through it. They've been the hard, been through the hard times and they're telling us now you can do it. You can do it. And I think one of the ways that we can do it is to keep the end in sight. That's the second key, to keep the end in sight. When a runner, an athlete runs, they're always thinking, they always have a mental picture of crossing the finish line. If you look at interviews and things uh, about athletes they have a the mental picture of them winning even boxers and other athletes they constantly are telling themselves i can do it like i'm the man i'm strong like you know i can do this this is nothing um they encourage themselves and they inspire themselves and pump themselves up and encourage themselves to be able to do it and it's not like not like a name it and claim it thing but god says that we can do it and god believes in us So when we speak it, we're just reminding ourselves that that is God speaking to us, that we can do it. So keep a mental picture of your mind in your mind of getting through whatever situation you're going through, whether it's just division in family or the the grief of the death of a lost one, a loved one or the financial crisis. Keep the end in sight. Always look to the end. Hebrews 12 2 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So even Jesus had to look to the end. It says he's the finisher of our faith. He started us on this path and he's going to finish us in this path. And it says, who for the joy that was set before him. So Jesus was looking ahead at the things that were going to take place. He wouldn't have been able to go through all the things he went through if he didn't have those things in mind. He had in mind uh, uh, defeating death, defeating the grave, and sitting down at the right hand of the Father. That's what he had in mind. You might say, well, you know, Jesus had, he didn't go through all the things I'm going through, or he didn't really know everything that I'm experiencing, but he does. uh, Hebrews 4.15 says that he was tempted uh, as we are. Yet without sin, he experienced everything we can experience or ever will experience. Yet he didn't give up. It doesn't matter what situation you're going through. He experienced it first. He knows what it's like to be alone and abandoned. He knows what it's like to lose the a, lo- a loved one. He knows what it's like to go through a financial crisis. He was basically a homeless man for most of his ministry. He had to rely on people and their, their money and their food and their houses to even survive. In even one sentence... Or one scripture, he says that that the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. So he, he knows what it's like to not have money. But again, we keep the end in sight. He kept the end in sight. The cloud of witnesses that Hebrews talks about, the ones that are set before us, they kept the end in sight. And they're encouraging us to keep the end in sight. To keep going. No matter how hard it is, you can get through it. You will get through it. Okay, and my last key, third key to getting through any trial is know that God uses our trials to refine us if you know anything about jewelry uh specifically gold gold is refined in a extremely hot furnace so that the impurities can come out of the gold be scraped away and that gold becomes more valuable and more pure so it can be molded better and uh, used for uh, more valuable things and when we go through things when we go through trials and our patience is tested. We're just, we have to dig deep and within ourselves and persevere and endure hardship. Those impurities come up out of us. And it's not fun and it's not pretty. But when it's when it's over, you come out better than when you went in. When you come out, you will come out better than when you went in. James says, in James 1-2, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So James says when you get through these times when you're struggling and you just want to give up, when your when your patience is tested, when you want to get angry, when you want to get upset, he says count it joy when you go through these things. Because the testing of your faith produces patience. It says, let patience have its perfect work so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So you become more complete. You become more complete when you go through hardships because God allows those things to happen to you, to work through you, to refine you. And another thing, he has already given us the strength to be able to get through these things. He has given us the Holy Spirit to live inside of us, to give us the strength, to give us the power to get through hardships when we're born again the father gives us the holy spirit to empower us in whatever he calls us to do and again uh, he set us on the path that we're on and he's going to complete it he set us on the path that we're on and he's going to finish it he's going to finish whatever work he started in us he's going to let us get to the end of whatever path he started us on so if you come away with anything from this podcast, come away with knowing that you're not alone. There are people around you who can help you. There are many millions of Christians in heaven who are cheering you on and God is always with you. You can always look to him. You can always talk to him for encouragement, for help. He's always there. He's never left you. He'd never forsaken you, no matter what it feels like. Okay, and you can make it. Come away with encouragement that you can make it through whatever problem you're going through. I know it's easy to say, but it's really true. Keep reminding yourself that you can make it. You can get through this situation. You can get through this problem. And when you make it, you will come out more pure. You'll come out like purified gold. So if you are going through anything, I hope this encourages you and builds you up. Again, keep these things in mind that you're not alone. You're going to make it. Just keep the end in sight. And when you make it, when you get through, just remind yourself that in this process, you're being refined. You're getting stronger. You're getting wiser. You're getting more intimate with God. You're getting more understanding. And it's a good thing. And because of that, you're going to be able to give God more glory and people are going to see more of God in your life. You're going to be able to reflect the glory of God in your life. So again, I hope this encourages you. Uh, I, w- I hope it and pray that it builds you up and you feel strengthened and refreshed. And I hope that whatever situation you're going through, that you just know that you can get through it and that God is with you. Again, I hope it refreshed you. I will have another podcast next week. Thank you for listening.